Good day and blessed fifth week of Lent. Francis Gargani, Redemptress, happy to be with you once again as we now stand on the threshold of Holy Week and the glorious celebration of Easter. Based at our Redemptress Provincial Headquarters in Washington, D.C., my colleagues, fathers Jim Wallace, Philip Dabney, and I are presently giving a parish mission in Weymouth, Massachusetts, having given three others since Lent began in upstate New York, Florida, and Texas. Today's gospel passage is from John chapter 8, verses 12 to 20. Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, you testify on your own behalf, so your testimony cannot be verified. Jesus answered and said to them, even if I do testify on my own behalf, my testimony can be verified because I know where I came from and where I'm going. But you do not know where I came from and you do not know where I am going. You judge by appearances, but I do not judge anyone. And even if I should judge, my judgment is valid because I am not alone, but it is I and the Father who sent me. Even in your Lord is written that the testimony of two men can be verified. I testify on my behalf, and so does the Father who sent me. So they said to him, Where is your Father? And Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my Father. If you knew me, you would know my Father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the treasury in the temple area, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. Hopefully, this entire Lenten season has been about the reality of darkness and light, since as of this writing and recording, the people of the Ukraine are being assaulted by an aggressive war of invasion by the Soviet Union of Russia. Darkness assaults us all, since one million of our neighbors of this nation alone have died from COVID-19. Few of us now do not know someone who has been afflicted with this virus. Few of us have not suffered from the social isolation and anxiety over infection for ourselves and for our loved ones. Many have experienced economic insecurity over disruption to business and commerce and rising inflation. Violence erupts sometimes from the least provocation and rates of opioid and other drug addictions and suicide defy our attempts to support the dep depressed and the despondent. Political divisions and ruptures within the church, along with multiple other social and personal afflictions, not to mention the ticking clock of the very survival of our planet, crucified by our relentless assault of pollution, can easily be listed no one has to convince us of the force of darkness that has been unleashed in our world. Amidst all this ever-present darkness, Christ, the light, walks among us. We are women and men of faith, ever more aware of Christ's real presence among us, not only in spite of, but probably because of, the darkness 
We rejoice in the catechumens among us, now called the elect, as they journey to the light-filled waters of baptism and their consecration as co-disciples in confirmation. And as they plunge into the baptismal fountain of Christ dying and rising, we symbolically jump in right beside them. Their profession of the vows of love with God, with all people and with all creation, only calls us to profess anew with them. Hopefully the light of Christ that led them to us only burns more illuminatingly within us as it burns so luminescently within them. Because we are formed by the Holy Spirit to discover Christ's light amidst the most unlikely people and places at the most unlikely times, hopefully Lent has attuned us to all the ways Christ keeps showing up. Of course, the celebration of our core ritual, the Eucharist, illumines our lives with a taste of the light of heaven that ushers us into the mystery of Holy Communion, our unity in light. But it's in all the ways the Eucharist gets played out in our daily lives that confirms us in the ultimate power of God's light and love. Whether it's through the courageous intervention of the prophet Daniel, as in today's first reading in the false accusations and imminent death sentence of Susanna, or a breakthrough of grace within us, the light of Christ will not fail us. Stories of love, stories of heroism now abound from both the battlefield of COVID and the trenches of war in the Ukraine. Christ is with us through it all. May your Lenten prayer of quiet and listening, our fasting that hollows us out to be ready to receive the flood of light-filled living water, and our almsgiving draw us into deeper unity with the wounded and hurting, and clarify our vision of Christ ever leading us on our pilgrim journey with his risen light. Amen. Sing my tongue the Savior's glory. Tell his triumph far and wide. Tell aloud the famous story of his body crucified how upon the cross of victim vanquishing in death he died faithful cross o tree all beauteous tree o peerless and divine not a grove on earth can show us such a flowering leaf as thine. Sweet the nails and sweet the wood laden with so sweet a load.